How's everyone doing today? Um, Glad to have you on. You're you've been a great friend for a while, Alex. Um, you have you just you've been doing your business for a while. Tell us more about it. Tell us what you've been doing. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what's going on. Cool. So, my name's Alex. I think I've known you guys for seven and a half, eight years, yeah. something like that. Crazy. Ever since Houston was just barely starting from the bottom, getting yeah. to it. I was just fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. Juan just always been grinding. Yeah, man. Crazy. Know. But we are the Club Customs, and we do vehicle wraps and just print. So we're yeah. a print shop slash install shop. And you've been doing, like, I've seen it from, like, just doing, like, the little plotter from, like, little stickers here and there to, like, purchasing, like, a big plotter. This plotter yeah. is, like, how big is it? This... It's about the size of a car. Yeah, yeah like a the truck. The old one was, like, uh it was a little Something guy. Something like yeah. this, and then now we have like a $40,000 printer that yeah. does vehicle wraps and yeah. anything you can think you of. You can really. just print on it, it, it cuts it, and yeah, then prints, stickers, cuts, whatever. The dream, yeah. I never thought I would have something like that. It was just something you saw like mm-hmm. Walmart type businesses yeah. have, and then now it's just, I have one that I can use whenever I want. Yeah, That's dude. Crazy. I'm impressed, bro. Like it was, you know, a tiny little one color vinyl plotter yeah. to like a full on, like, you could print on it. You could you could print, cut, and do everything on crazy, there, right? Man. Like crazy. full production. And like. that's something that only like crazy big shops have because you can't just buy one, right? Yeah. You it's know? massive. Yeah, they're yeah. huge. You can't you can't move it. You can't put it in, through a door. Mm-hmm. You have to use shop doors. It's huge. Yeah, they're yeah. made crazy. to or, or to be yeah. made. Yeah. Yep. How long have you been doing it for? Uh, I think we're going on probably like over two years, right? From just the, about from yeah. the beginning where it started with like just small little like yeah. decals that said whatever you wanted little car stuff and then now <laughs> we can do a full print on your entire car right yeah. any Crazy. type of color like you could even go like you know like the full size of like the side of semis or yeah you know, exactly. box trucks and that, or that's how those are printed those are printed with the printer that i have Dang. in sections and then you just match it up and then that is so cool do a huge semi you could do a whole building uh-huh literally that's- that's crazy, yeah. dude. And it's crazy, like, you know, just thinking back, like, you know, from, from when you started it, dude. I mean, you used to, used to work for Houston, right? And who actually ended up starting his own business several years ago and everything yeah. like that, dude. And you were able to work for Houston and then build off of that, which yeah. is really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I, he's probably the only one that I know that just knows, like, the business struggle. Like, yeah. no, I don't yeah. think I know anybody else. Everybody else is like... A Walmart compared to us, you know, yeah. right? And you don't really meet people that are like, "Hey, I'm doing this for myself. Mm-hmm. I want to put people on." It's mm-hmm. never like that. It's always the Tesla mentality. Like, I'm gonna work at Tesla. They're gonna pay me, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. spend all my money. That's, yeah. yeah, clock in, clock out. Yeah, that's everybody's mentality. And live for the weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And a big thing is like taking that leap. Like, yeah. It's like, hey, I have bills to pay. I have like all these things to do like yeah, yeah. i need to like just take it and like figure it out make yeah. it somehow yeah you know? and I, I think that's the mentality of some yeah. people i didn't necessarily have that yeah i i've never been like oh you know i'm gonna start this business to pay my bills mm-hmm. i started it because i wanted to do something bigger yeah mm-hmm. and just the the regular factory worker mentality like i just cannot get behind it yeah Mm -hmm. and i know that serves well for a lot of people most Mm -hmm. people obviously in town too Mm -hmm. because we're like 
seems like everybody we know works at Amazon, Tesla. Yep. Those just factories, you know, which is cool. And they pay really good. And I Mm -hmm. kind of wish I had that mentality of like, let me go to work. I'll make good money. But Mm -hmm. instead, I have the weird mentality of like, I'm just going to like struggle and figure it out and it's going to work eventually. But Mm -hmm. sometimes it seems like that's just simpler. Like, you know, I'm just going to work at this distribution center. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make a bunch of money, Mm -hmm. more money than I make. They probably do. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like sometimes it's really slow. Sometimes it's really fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's crazy, too, because like, you know, with a lot of those nine to five jobs, it's like. You clock in, you go to work, you clock out, and you kind of leave everything that was happening at work just off to the side, right? And then yeah. you, you you go back to it on Monday. But I've definitely seen it from both of you guys. Like, it's around the clock. Like, you've definitely been doing car wraps, yeah. you know, 2, 3 in the morning, yeah. doing sticker deliveries at midnight. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, your job follows you all the time. You yeah. know, it's not just a 9 yeah. to 5 thing. Mm-hmm. No, literally. Because you depend on it. You mm-hmm. go to sleep, you wake up thinking about it because nobody's going to give you a paycheck anymore yeah. you're not getting a paycheck unless you chase the paycheck really yeah, you right have to like do your money is not going to come your way if you don't do yeah. anything mm-hmm. yeah that's true that's true which that's probably the reason that most people don't do anything like that like any like business moves let's say like on their Security. own because mm-hmm. and i i understand that too because i felt like that for a long time it's like mm-hmm. especially now it's like i don't have a paycheck like mm-hmm. if i don't get the paycheck mm-hmm. I'm not getting a paycheck, Yeah, you yeah. know, which really sucks mm-hmm. because then you're constantly thinking, but that's the only way that you'll like, it's a, it's a drive for sure. Like, Oh, for sure. Knowing that if you don't make your money, nobody's going to make yeah. it for you. Yeah. And, and you know, I was in Houston too, that it, it's crazy how like that whole thing works, but like, I mean, dude, I could dive deep into, you know, how I think society is completely backwards and everything we've always been taught to do or know is always been the opposite of what we should really be doing. Right. Yeah. But it always seems like that whole nine to five thing is like a false security thing. Right. It is. And you just have to grind and keep going. A lot of people don't realize that, that you aren't going to be big or make it for a while and you oh, have yeah. to like a lot like and it's discouraging it is mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's definitely it's discouraging repetition yeah. and keeping yeah going through but that's it the then, only way that you're mm-hmm. going to succeed is you mm-hmm. like our motto eddie and i my business partner it's like we just we're gonna have to keep trying things until something works and eventually something will work yeah. mm-hmm. but we're gonna struggle and we're gonna have to make sacrifices but that's the only way we're gonna make mm-hmm. it and we've already come to terms with the fact that like you have to try different things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes for some people that one thing just works. But unfortunately for us and for most people, it doesn't just come easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, never. And see, like, that's, that's the other thing about it, too, that it seems like, you know, a lot of people will like, I don't know if that's happening to you already, but people down the road will be like, oh, man, he had it good. It seems like, oh, you know, Club Customs just came up overnight. It's like, yeah, you guys really didn't see the long nights, the long days, you know, fucking yeah. talking about like, dude. We haven't fucking, you know, had anybody come in the last few days. Like, mm-hmm. what are we going to do, you know? Yeah. So knowing that you're going to have, like, ups and downs and definitely slow times is something that a lot of people don't want to come to reality with, you know? So that's why it's, like, really easy to say, oh, well, you know, if I just go to my 9 to 5, it's a 40-hour paycheck. And, like, if I don't try or if I, you know, you could have days where it's like, I really don't want to work today. You know, I don't really have to meet my quota. And you'll still get your paycheck versus you guys. It's like, you know, if... If you don't, if you don't make ends meet, then you don't get that paycheck at the end of the day. Yeah, really. I think that a lot of people see businesses that way. They they think it's 
Um, they think it's like, you know, I'm going to start this business mm -hmm. and then I'm going to make an Instagram page and people are just going to flock to me. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. oh, like if I sell socks with um, people's dogs printed on them, there's no <laughs> way I'm not going to like succeed. Like people are, I'm just going to start it. And then, but you know, that's not like, even yeah. just to start an Instagram is like, it's not, you don't just start an Instagram, mm -hmm. like a successful Instagram. You have to mm -hmm. build it. Right. But I think people think like, you know, it's, I'm just going to start this business yep. and I'm just going to make money. That's not how it works. No. Dude. Not at all. And that's like one of like, so as you guys know, man, I've tried a ton of fucking different things. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So one of the things like early, early in my career, man, was like doing, um, I thought I was going to start this t-shirt business, man, where it wasn't printing t-shirts or anything like that. It was like my own brand, right? Culture class. And I was like, dude, this thing's going to fucking hit. Yeah. Well, I ended up fucking doing like Instagram page, followed a ton of people, everything like that. And mm -hmm. I finally ended up buying some shirts. And then I was like, boom, we're launching. Yeah. I got like one or two people that ended up buying. Yeah. Right. And it was like, that was my false reality that I was like, dude, as long as I put out a product, people are going to fucking buy it. It doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that, but... If you would have, if that was your thing and you were passionate about it, you would have, you mm -hmm. would have had the mentality of it's okay to fail and it's a possibility. Mm -hmm. So if you would just keep going and try new things. Right. I mean, you, you don't just become yeah. a brand, you no, know, and yeah. everybody thinks like, and especially here in town, it seems like everybody's like, I'm going to start my own brand. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come up with these shirts, but it's just like a name. It's like mm -hmm. whatever, like brand you want but that there's more to it like you oh, gotta absolutely. you gotta put a lot of work into it for sure mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely true man and uh, i think that's where you know a lot of people see and you know there's a difference between you know permanent failure and short-term failures you yeah. know you're always going to end up going through the short-term failures but as long as your failure doesn't keep you down then failure sh is it's definitely part of the process you know and it's definitely It'll it'll help you get to your long term goal, but a lot of people don't see it, and that's where yeah. you know I say that it's it's crazy how society's so backwards, and you know we weren't ever taught that early on, where it's like you know you will fail and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, like um, business partner Jory, like he got his first kiosk in the mall, and mm -hmm. he didn't realize that you had to pull people in. These people don't want to talk to you. Yeah. They like why avoid you at all costs, and you <laughs> yeah. have to like get their attention and sell them something. And it, it's hard. It's difficult. It's very difficult. People but, just think that yeah. customers will flock to you uh -huh. and yeah. everybody wants this. But no, you have to go get it. And then they'll I realize can't think that. Of, even now, I, don't, I can't really think of any business where people will flock to you. Even if you just invented the newest, greatest thing, like, um, just doesn't work like that, yeah. unfortunately. And I think a lot of people, when it comes to businesses, they think like, oh, yeah, he started it. It was mm -hmm. easy. But... I mean, even now, like we sometimes we literally don't sleep. Yeah. Like we'll uh -huh. work nine in the morning to like six, and then by six it's like, well, let's just uh, go eat breakfast and then get to it. It's Tuesday now, you know. Like yeah. you just keep going, and people don't really know that that's how it works, but mm -hmm. that's how it works, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Even absolutely. sliced bread struggled. Yeah, dude. Hey, I've <laughs> never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah. Like, why do I want my bread sliced? Like, yeah. And a lot of people don't know and realize that, like, mm -hmm. most businesses fail within the first five years. Right. Like, was it 90, 80? I don't it, know. It's, a it's, lot. Like, it's a high percentage. It's a of very high percentage. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, I think that's where, like, you separate the people who are willing and wanting to at all costs to try to fucking make it out of it, you know? And I think that's why, like, 
with the pandemic, it's definitely highlighted a lot of those things, you know? So if someone isn't willing to be creative or doesn't know how to be creative, yeah, it's definitely gonna, if, if you're on a downward path already, you just got there quicker. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cause rent's coming and, mm-hmm. but even if you're creative, that's, maybe like 10% of it, I feel like, because there's a lot more to it. Even mm-hmm. just to have the follow through or the mindset of I'm going to do this mm-hmm. until it works. It. Mm-hmm. Or you could just have the mindset of I'm going to try this. It's like, no, I'm not going to try this. Like, I'm going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. I think it's just that follow through. But how you said to build on what you said about society being backwards. I was thinking about that this morning because I was thinking how... At school, nobody ever told us about having a business. I never thought I had taxes. Yeah. That's a whole nother like thing on its (laughs) own. But even just being a business owner, Mm -hmm. that was never mentioned. No, that never, that was not a thing. That Mm -hmm. was not something that, and nobody told me, or I never heard anybody say like, when I grow up, I'm going to have this business. It was always, I'm going to work here i'm gonna I'm do gonna this be a doctor a lawyer yeah. whatever it is so i think oh, yeah. i think it's backwards in the sense that you mm-hmm. were saying because we're almost taught to not do it yep we're trained to be on that nine to five mm-hmm. and they're acquire these skills so you can use these skills to benefit somebody else mm-hmm. exactly and it's not having a business isn't necessarily about benefiting yourself mm-hmm. it could be about benefiting the community yeah, Cause that's almost how we see it. It's mm-hmm. not like mm-hmm. we want to have this business so we could get rich. It's it's not that. Mm-mm. It's more we want to have this business, and for us, it's almost like we want to do it to see our success, mm-hmm. and not within ourselves, but within like something else, like the car community mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that keeps people going. It's just so rewarding. And you have to have that passion to knowing that you did this with this person for this person. Yep. And they're happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you just you don't really get that with certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh, we have this coffee shop, we sell coffee, right? And we just want to make the most we can off these cups. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. Got to cut the cost. Yep. But with us, it's almost like, eh. I mean, th- of course, the money is cool, and that's the end goal. But mm-hmm. I think the motivation for it is that rewarding feeling yeah. you get of I did this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not I did this. Yeah, I'm doing or. It. I did this for my boss who did now he's yeah. like you know building like, a community around it you know? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's, it's rewarding to see thing. your work pay off mm, yeah and you is. know like um one of the things too that uh one of the books that i think everyone should definitely read is uh think and grow rich by napoleon hill and everyone like talks about that book like being like the 101 to entrepreneurship right yeah but what he talks about is when you want to do something, you know, it, it, it should never be about the money. And it goes back to like what you're saying, right? Because you want to be able to offer, you know, it's always about what you're going to offer. And then in return, this is what you'll get. But you can't ever just say, well, you know, I'm just trying to get the money and run away with it, you know, and you no. can, but that's how things don't last, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's more about this is what I'm trying to do. And in return, I'll be able to get this. Yeah. And it's more about, you know, making a living off of it. And, you know, your services are about, you know, I, I, I need to survive, too. But it's not like you're trying to get over on everybody, you know. Yeah, because so. you're not going to get far. No. Mm-mm, you know, no. if you get over on everybody eventually, mm-hmm. it's just not going to work because word of mouth is kind of what keeps, I would say, most, if not all, like, small businesses going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just getting over on everybody, mm-hmm. eventually you will run out of people 
that are fresh and new that haven't heard that you just screw people over yeah instead of like it's almost like a project with the customer mm -hmm. not a project you're doing to get money from the customer yeah and how that's long true. until you have a like a Yelp account, a Google account, and then oh, it's yeah. all one star. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. going to even touch you. Yeah, it's going to come around. Yeah. 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 That's true. And, you know, like going back to the, the thing about school, too. I mean, you think about it and it's like, you know, you have your set schedule. The, the alarm goes and then you go to recess yeah, and bell. then you go to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're training. <laughs> they're almost training the factory. factory worker mentality into us like super young. Yeah. That schedule is like you're going to have lunch at this time. You're going to do this. But I have heard. Um, I think yesterday on a, on another podcast I was listening to about mm -hmm. like just businesses and stuff. Um, he was talking about his kids go to a school where it's super like just knew that what they're doing is uh, they have the different departments, stuff like that. And then the kids actually choose what they want to learn. Mm -hmm. So if there's a kid that's just interested in the math, mm -hmm. then there you go. He's going to learn math. And mm -hmm. because if somebody likes reading, then there you go. You're going to like reading. But mm -hmm. It's almost like letting them choose what they want to do so they can build on that instead of mm -hmm. I like math, but all we do all day is science, you know, yeah, that's what because then there's to. a lot of people that like science and they don't like math. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there's a lot of things like I mean, and, and, you know, there may be some method to the madness. I just don't know enough about it where as far as like there's a lot of things in school that they teach you that to me just seems like a complete waste of time. Right. Like you think about, you know, the history. um, Greek mythology. There's a ton of things where it's like I don't. I me personally, I don't see the benefit of it. Yeah, yeah and I think I think a lot of those things that you learn that you think aren't beneficial, maybe they just contribute to like helping people grow up with like more of an open mind or something mm -hmm. like that. Okay, that but, makes sense. I mean, maybe something like that. Uh, that's like the only explanation I can think of. Or we just got stuck mm -hmm. in. A circle and then that's just how it goes now and we yeah. just like we haven't changed it because that's the norm yeah, yeah. but maybe. maybe it's something that needs to be reviewed and we just haven't yeah, yeah it, i you know it's definitely something that needs to be reviewed you know because everyone says that the school system is broken but no one ever talks about well this is what we need to do to fix it you yeah. know mm -hmm. it's like everyone knows it we know schools are underfunded teachers are being underfunded and it's it's ridiculous you know it's a complete system a, a broken system that everyone knows but no one wants to contribute yeah. to be able to fix and swing they have it exactly what you talk about like they have you pick the subject and you want to really? go on yeah and mm -hmm. that's how it is over there and you have one like you don't have like different teachers you have one for like five years and then they also don't have tests over there as well from mm -hmm. what i know right hmm. yeah i mean thing. there's definitely a lot of countries around the world that have definitely been a lot better and then you know i mean the whole socialism thing i mean who knows that's just yeah, a whole another rabbit hole yeah. bro that'll end up going down it's all bad right but yeah and i totally agree man the school system is broken and it's it's something that we we need to improve on as a as a whole yeah and i think at the end it was just like why are we not and i mean you can teach social studies whatever you want but mm -hmm. why are we why does it seem like we're like our schooling and stuff is almost against mm -hmm. go try build mm -hmm. your own business, yeah. be your own boss and fail, mm -hmm. do your own thing. It's okay to fail, but it's yeah. like, we don't, I can't remember a single time that it was mentioned. Like, have you thought about opening your own business when you grow up? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just not mm -hmm. a thing. And we do need that. And we definitely need like the factory worker type people too. Mm -hmm. But 
even if you gave everybody the opportunity to open a business, I think only a certain percentage are going to do it anyways. And the mm-hmm. rest are like, yo, you know, I'm, and it's okay to work for somebody and it's okay to just have a normal job. Like yeah. that's okay. And that's, it's, yeah. mo- it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. but not everybody has that mentality. And it's almost like mm-hmm. when that door got opened, mm-hmm. I just couldn't think of anything else. And I couldn't yeah. see myself just ever again, like doing something normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know it's, it's like as well. yeah, like here's here's a business idea for somebody, a <laughs> podcast idea, right? That I'm not gonna ever do. Yeah. But it's like um, I think you know it's crazy. Like right now with with like social media, um, just there's a, a a bunch of podcasts all talking about entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't ever see anybody talking about like, hey, this is how you get a good job. This is how you work for corporate America. This is how you collect a 401k and retire in 50 yeah. years. You know, it, w- it would be really cool. You know, like yeah. someone should do that if someone hasn't already. Like, you know, because there's a lot of people who don't want to start their own business, which is mm-hmm. completely fine. Yeah. But how do you collect your retirement in 50 years? You know, that would be something that would be fucking cool for somebody. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. life skills. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, because even, you, you know, going back to like the school thing, it's like, I wasn't ever talk about, you know, talk about credit or how no, to get a loan a or how to open thing. up a bank account, yeah. things like that. Yeah, it's like it's it's things that are yeah, always there's, there's a lot of stuff like that that's mm-hmm. just day to day. And it's almost like I should know this mm-hmm. or like, oh, you don't know this. But it's like, where was I supposed to learn this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when are you taught about even just taxes in general as far as like how they really work and how important it is? Because that's got to yeah. be one of the most important things. Oh, yeah that follows us forever right. and when did we learn when did we learn that did like I? how many people are committing tax fraud not knowing because we were never taught yeah yeah that's true but mm-hmm. that's definitely one of those things that could be like mm-hmm. beneficial in that podcast you were talking about i know right yeah, yeah. just that'd be freaking cool for someone that, that really knew it i mean oh, yeah. i don't know enough about 401k and your retirement <laughs> in 50 years hey, you know or how... find someone that does yeah absolutely yeah. and even yeah. then like maybe the only way to learn those things is being at that job that offers those things that they have like a department that Mm -hmm. teaches you like, or it's not even teaches you. It's like, Hey, fill this form out. Cause this will happen. And I think maybe that's how it's gone now. Like for very long time is like, people know about these things because Mm -hmm. they, somebody else has them do it like at their job or something like Mm -hmm. that. But if you don't work a regular job, how are you supposed to learn those things? Yeah. I've always learned from trial and error. Yeah, until I get caught, or you do your own research <laughs> until which, I you get know, in trouble, okay. and then I have to yeah. pay the fine, mm-hmm. and then I pay yeah. it, and then mm-hmm. yeah. But if we would have learned those things mm-hmm. instead of like the revolution of this or that, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. at at what point do you think that that you or yeah, at what point did you think that you would start your own business? Did you think that you know, getting out of high school, this is not exactly a printing shop, but you know, did you know that? You know, out of high school, you wanted to make your own business? No. Mm-hmm. I always thought that I was going to go to college. Mm-hmm. I was going to graduate. And then I was going to get a job in exactly what I studied, which was mm-hmm. criminal justice and psychology. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to be a cop. And then I'm going to level up to this and I'm going to mm-hmm. level up to that. Mm-hmm. Almost until like my last year in college. Whoa. And okay. then, then I was like, you know, this isn't going to work. Like. I don't think I want to do that anymore. And then once I graduated, it was like, okay, what am I going to do? And it was more of like, uh, I don't know where I got 
the mindset changed, but it was like almost, I think going to school just opens up your mind to just critical thinking in general. Like you can now, like, I don't even know how it, how you get taught critical thinking mm-hmm. because most people don't have it from no. what I see. Mm-hmm. Or common but, sense. Yeah, and critical thinking is almost like a more hardcore version of like common sense. It is. Know? And yeah. that's one of the things it's actually it's interesting, dude. I never I've never heard anyone actually talk about like critical thinking, dude, and being able to make some of those decisions, you know. So it's interesting that you bring that up, but you know, go on. Yeah, well critical thinking is I don't even remember where I heard the term or something like that, but uh-huh. I mean, it almost seems like, and going to college, I did hear one time that I think a professor said, like, going to college makes you a better person. Mm -hmm. And I never really understood that until, like, a lot later, that it's not that it made you a better person. It's that your brain almost continued developing and absorbing. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. eventually just learned how to think more complex or, like, you're almost thinking things through, but at a lot larger rate than I also think it's like uh, worth ethic, you you know, going to school, doing your homework, all that stuff like it kind of teaches you that and you kind of follow it afterwards or Mm -hmm. I kind of think that has to do. Uh, But the whole thing we were talking about when I decided that I was going to do something like that, Mm -hmm. I think was it was after college. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know, this isn't what I want to do. And I don't know where it started, but it was like. I don't want to be stuck in that chain mm-hmm. of like working for somebody else, making somebody else rich, mm-hmm. but also like I wanted the reward of I did this, mm-hmm. right. you know, instead of I did this for like mm-hmm. somebody else mm-hmm. or something like that, just to make something bigger. I think put people on is a big thing for me is like I want something that I can benefit a lot of other people with mm-hmm. instead of doing something that just benefits yourself. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, that makes, you know, that, that, that does make a lot of sense, you know, and that's like, you know, one of the things, too, that when you start, you know, and you continue to build on your business, you kind of start building like an ecosystem around it. Right. So, you know, your one business could then branch off and then you're able to help, you know, close friends or anything like that to also jump underneath that ecosystem, too, mm-hmm. you know, which is it's interesting, man, because uh, when I had first, you know, you, you had first started doing like one thing and you started going into another and like you completely made this whole thing into what is now club customs, you know? And it was like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like you start from, from Houston shop, you know, just making little decals here and there. Yeah, so weird. And it's just like, it's crazy when he had told me, he was like, yeah, Alex put in his two weeks. Like he's starting his own thing. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, dude, that's crazy, yeah. dude. Like, it's cool though, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, you see that, that graduation dude. And it's like, you, you go on to that next step, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it's cool, man. How do you feel about it now that you've been doing it for some time? Like, were you, are you nervous? Were you nervous? Like, with that oh, initial, yeah, like, for sure. what I made mean, you want to take that leap of faith? I had thought about it for so long, yeah. and I wanted to tell him for a long I time. Knew it was but coming. I, yeah, I'm sure you knew yeah. it was coming, but I felt like I was abandoning ship almost mm-hmm. because I did like I felt like I did like so much uh-huh. there for him, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's almost like I'm just leaving him, but. If I don't take the leap, I will never progress. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was like gonna be a struggle. Mm-hmm. And but that yeah. was kind of like the leap you had to take. But I knew if I didn't leave my comfort zone, I was never gonna progress mm-hmm. and just improve and make the moves that I needed to because I knew it was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Yeah. I have no doubt. Like it's just gonna go up from here. 
hopefully always and yeah. i know that it, things can fail mm-hmm. and things can go wrong and even now it's slow yeah but um we just keep building like you know yeah. if this doesn't work we're gonna start this mm-hmm. if this doesn't work we're gonna do this but mm-hmm. something will eventually work yeah or yeah. just a lot of little things will mm-hmm. work you know yeah. but mm-hmm. it's almost you just can't like failure is not an option and no. it's okay like as far as failing like at this or that book completely where you just mm-hmm. give up no mm-hmm. like you just can't yeah you absolutely just, man and do you ever see like do you ever see your your college diploma as like a good cushion if you're just like you know if all else fails and i'll go back to doing whatever you know you had graduated yeah. for and that's what i thought at first like as soon as i graduated it was like hey you know i'm gonna start something and if it doesn't work worst case like i can just fall back and i can use my bachelor's and do something with that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was thinking at first, but that was like a bad mindset to get into. Like, Oh, if I fail, then I'll do this. But now it's the mindset almost converted itself to, I'm not failing. I'm not going to fail because I'm going to keep trying different Mm -hmm. things and something will work Mm -hmm. or a combination of these things. But there is no like going back. Like I'm deep in it. I'm all in. Yeah. I was explaining to like a local business or she has a restaurant and she couldn't believe like because she was like i'm gonna have to close down if this all hits again mm-hmm. covid and i was like well you could do curbside pickup and she was like mind blown by it i was like yeah everyone's doing it you just like they could order on the phone they could order through an app like and then grubhub she had no idea about any of this stuff so it's like yeah see yeah. she got into the mindset of like oh what if i fail or yeah, what if people it's like, have no, to come in and eat should, here you should have the idea yeah. of like what am I going to do if I fail? It's mm-hmm. like, no, it's like you should have the idea of what am I going to do mm-hmm. so I don't fail instead mm-hmm. of this is what I'm going to do if I fail. Yeah. You yeah. know? Completely. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because, like, um, you were talking about how, you know, they don't teach you any of this in school, right? So, like, you think about it and, like, even the people. So, like, if we, if we break, like, society into two, right, and you got, like, the worker bees and then you got people who are wanting to start their own business, entrepreneurs that have already done it. And, like, you think about what's happening right now with, with the pandemic, it's, like, they talk about most businesses will fail, right? Because most businesses only have enough money for the next month or the next few weeks they or they're going. Yeah. yeah. But you think about it and, they, like, it all goes back to our schooling, whether you are working a nine-to-five or you're starting your own business, you know? The nine-to-fivers, most people only have a few hundred dollars. They're living check to check, most of the time struggling. And now you get those same people now as a business owner, month to month struggling and only having a few hundred dollars or just enough to keep them afloat. Right. And now it's like the the pandemic's really exposed that. And it's it's interesting because it seems like if we were taught some of these like core essential things in high school, it would be different. Yeah. Yeah, I think the pandemic definitely like exposed almost a vulnerable side to everything because mm-hmm. it exposed the vulnerable side to um, everything from people's health mm-hmm. to um, people are not prepared for that, for mm-hmm. change or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But from it exposing, then there was the people, like, sure, there's the people that said, oh, no, I'm going to fail. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole new breed of people that said, oh, a pandemic? Let me sell hand sanitizer. Yeah, right. There's a lot of people that are stuck in the mindset, too, of like, oh, what if I fail? I'm going to fail. And then there's the people that are like, how am I going to profit from these people failing? (laughs) And it's almost like you want to be on that side, but Uh 
you almost don't want to just because yeah. it's so like uh-huh. selfish, greedy, In and like way. taking yeah. advantage of the situation. But mm-hmm. there's also, it's just like they they're constantly going like what can i do next right mm-hmm. and like that's almost the mindset you want to be in mm-hmm. to a point yeah and like <laughs> i know when uh when when the lockdowns were just about to happen i definitely messaged both of you guys and it was like dude what can we fucking sell we went from water <laughs> hand sanitizer yeah. masks and it was like you know just trying to see like okay you know toilet paper. <laughs> yeah even toilet paper right but it's like you know um, one of the things that like Elon Musk talks about is how entrepreneurs are the ones that are the problem solvers, you know, and it's like even even in turmoil, even like looking at like the 2008 um, house boom when everything, the, the economy crashed, it was like that's where they're talking about the most millionaires ended up becoming millionaires, you know, that's crazy. that that, that so thing cool. yeah made the most bill- or millionaires. Mm-hmm. So it's like even in even in like an economic turmoil. It's like you got to make things work and you got to like entrepreneurs are the ones that take things to the next level. So that's why even looking at like how the government, you know, they should they they, they talk about how the government should be smaller and then they should end up opening the things for like um, the private sector. So they talk about how the government should be smaller and then things should go out to the private sector, which is. You know, small businesses, entrepreneurs. the competition. Yeah, exactly. You know, instead of government owning everything or, you know, being like monopolizing things. Oh, yeah. And to go along with that, I think um, a lot of things that I hear when people talk about that, about like using the private sector is almost like the biggest benefit almost is instead of like right now we have this one company, they handle everything. If we had multiple companies trying to come in and take over that. They would say, well, well, we're better because of this. And mm-hmm. then now the next company is like, we're actually better because of this. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that competition almost creates um, improvement Growth. of yeah, those things. Like even like, uh, like, let's say like NB Energy, like mm-hmm. they just have like the energy grid. Like, that's it. They're that's monopolizing. It's, yeah. it's they can charge monopoly, whatever they you know? want. Exactly. Totally if we had other companies coming in and saying, hey, we could provide power to yeah. your whole state for this much. And our power is this more efficient. So you're going to use less. Then- they would, they be, would win. And yeah. then the next one would say, we're better because of this. We're yeah. cleaner. And it would just improve. But since it's monopolized, like there's no need to improve because yeah. mm-hmm. like, there is no competition. Yeah. It's like cellular carriers. It's like they all have different prices and you pick mm-hmm. and choose what you want. Yeah. And some are better, some are And they do. And, and they, they are yeah. getting better. Because before, mm-hmm. remember, you used to, you had like one gig of data. <laughs> yeah. And then now and it's unlimited data is like the norm and then yeah. the next is like oh well we have 5g yeah and that's where competition <laughs> or it's like we have this exclusive thing but if it was just the one company like bell it would have just there's no there's no need to improve or invest in Mm-mm. somebody to improve it because there's no competition so yeah like competition makes them thrive almost right right like why would you improve on a product that's selling and it's good yeah, and it's just that. Even though it yeah. could be because completely like mediocre, you don't like have mediocre. to you don't have, yeah. to, you yeah. don't have to become better. Just mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know that's why I think like it's it's really cool where like even the whole Elon Musk and Tesla thing. It's like you know him wanting to drive innovation even through other companies. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter who's doing it. It's just like the better good for humanity, you know. Yeah. And I think that's what's really cool. And it goes back to that thing where you know it's it's driving competition. Him mm-hmm. really pushing that limit is yeah. cool. And he has open patents for all of his cars and technology. Mm-hmm. Anyone could just copy it. Anyone could use it. So like they're right. superchargers yep. if they wanted to, but right. no other company does. 
You remember when the pandemic started and how you were talking about earlier, like, what can we sell and this? Um, Remember when we were talking about, like, what stock should we buy? What's going to go down? Right. Like, stuff like that. And there's, and on every stock that I can even think of, like, everything dropped so much. And if, if, and all the people that just hopped on everything and just cashed out and bought all those stocks that were down and they're Mm -hmm. way up again, like, that's, that's huge. They would have yeah. benefited a lot, and we should have hopped on it, dude. We, hey, we what do you think? We hey, well, if we would have gone in more, absolutely, we went in. Dude. We went in on a lot. The Robin only Hood. one we took an L on was the one Houston gave us. The, <laughs> the genius one. It was genius. Uh, the only well, one was, Houston insisted so, was going to be good. So I, I made out on. a good amount of money, and then I cashed out, and then I put more money, and then like I end up losing some. But like when I made some money, it was a good amount, so I was pretty happy. I was like pretty like you guys. Like, yeah, because it might was keep on going. Like seven dollars and then yeah. you guys were like oh we have to buy this it's gonna yeah. be huge They're and how much it go provide up to? what like, it went streaming to like services? 35 <laughs> yeah. i think nah it went up high. like that and yeah. now and it's at a dollar yeah and yes. i bought a ton of shares <laughs> oh. and i'm stuck at a dollar <laughs> i bought my hold and we'll hey. see well dude some of the other ones dude that we ended up buying into dude i'm still in them dude yeah. and they have been doing me great like the big dude. one uh el dorado yeah because when R-E-I. those casinos closed it went down and we got a bunch of shares yeah. and i i sold high but uh-huh if I would have held, like I would have yeah, gone higher. You're still you know? I'm still holding, yeah, dude. You got on what seventeen? Yeah, yeah, it was a low. And, and they're talking about closing seven. the casinos again, so, so your we'll stock's see. gonna go down. It's cool. I'll buy sell, you, bro. So. Yeah, you'll sell. You'll reinvest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll reinvest all the money I've already made off of. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah, the... You're not gonna make anything if they close and go down again. Um, oh, I gotta down, sell right before down, that point. Buy, buy, buy. They'll go up eventually. Oh, absolutely, man. People got yeah. that that trigger finger, man. They're itching to fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. gamble. Yeah, dude, it's funny, and that's man, how because like, I feel about gambling when it comes to you almost because you like to gamble, you like to put in twenty bucks, but then since you couldn't and there was no like casinos, I was like, dude. Robin Hood, get on this. Sucks. Like, might as well. And you're like, yeah. And you, it's the same kind of thing. It's the same kind of feeling. <laughs> it is right. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it's funny, man, because we all have a friend, man. We all know him. I'm like, yeah. gonna, you know. But <laughs> yeah. it's it's funny that he ended up downloading like one of the slot machine oh. like uh, apps on his phone, and he was like playing. I'm like, dude, is that oh, real dude. money? He's like, no. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's not even like you're not even playing like blackjack or anything <laughs> yeah. where you're kind of like stimulating the mind, like. No, you're just hitting, you know, mm-hmm. freaking spin. It's yeah. like, what are you doing that for, dude? I don't know. But Another damn. friend as well. Same thing. Gambling, couldn't go. Referred them Robin Hood. Now he's like, yeah. He's well, you know what I've seen a lot of commercials of now? Yeah. Uh, I get a lot of commercials for like the MGM sports uh, betting and those sports betting. Uh-huh. William Hill. William Hill. Yeah. Morgan Hill. Something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. See, and now that's like becoming mm-hmm. more. If we and we should have invested in those. Yeah. Those apps when the pandemic that started, because right. we were thinking like, what is gonna get big? Yeah, and dude, it was like streaming they services. They can't go to them right now. Zoom. Zoom was huge. Oh, I think they went was. from like, I don't know what they went from. Maybe like twenty dollars to like, I don't know what they're I'm at so now. But about they were Tesla. so high. Like 400 or something like that. Whoa. A lot of people got rich off Zoom yeah. because as soon as the pandemic hit, uh-huh. what Boom. do we use now? Zoom? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's, 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 it's interesting, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, you had no choice other than use fucking Zoom, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting, man. Like, 
I definitely have, and I'm sure you guys did too, like, I definitely had friends and, like, coworkers and stuff who were like, damn, like, you know, we got to hunker down, things like that, like, save your money and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we messaged each other. You can't be scared to spend money and invest it because you'll win some, you'll lose some. It'll always be like that, but... The one that you're not scared and you keep doing it. It's just like, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. You're going to hit that one. Yeah, that's how gamblers think. And that's why that (laughs) mentality is flawed. You're going to hit that one, but then eventually you don't have it. Yeah, you lose a lot and then you eventually hit. You're going to have to kick Houston out of this podcast. I think, yeah, when it comes to like investing, it's kind of the same thing. If like you have like 10 businesses, you're like, you know, I'm going to put some in put some time in all these and one of them's going, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, that it's too, different. It's a people, different people yeah. think that being a Jack of all trades is mm. good. And it's, I don't think it is. I don't think really? it is. just business wise. Like you, people think they can do everything and you're going to bring everything to your business. Yeah. But why are you going to jump to other things when you haven't even perfected the first one? Yep. Yeah. And I think, I really think that it's better to just yeah go down on the one. Or, you know, like the mm-hmm. one that just branched out a little bit, but mm-hmm. perfect it and mm-hmm. then build on that instead of constantly like starting new things and then never yeah. mastering any of them. It's yeah. like, why are you going to... But you don't have to master them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could. Well, I, yeah, I think it all but depends. If you're not like, passionate on... about what you're doing, yeah. you're going to fail. Yeah, I think it depends on the person. It really does. Yeah, but I, I see what you're saying with your point because like... What a lot of people end up thinking is that they could scale to the masses without mastering. And it all depends. Like if, if you're trying to make, you know, if you're if you're really trying to blow up and you're trying to open, like, for example, if you're trying to open up, you know, multiple locations in multiple states or even within your city, like if your first location doesn't have if you don't don't have it completely mastered then you can't and you shouldn't open up, you know, continuous businesses and they all open up in different ways and forms. Mm. Right. And it goes, you know, like even if you're trying to open up a different business, if you're not, you know, that time ends up taking away from your first business. And if you open up a third one, now you've opened up your time to three different things that are, eh, they're doing okay. You know, where it's like, you should really like hunker down and like, master that first business get it completely running and then you go on to your yeah. next yeah one. but if you're passionate about that one thing you're doing you're not going to be branching out to all these different things you're gonna no. you're gonna put your effort into that yeah. one you're gonna master it you're gonna be the best you're gonna mm-hmm. do it better than mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. and you're gonna improve processes and stuff like that whereas if you now open up something else like you have your phone mm-hmm. repair if yeah. you now go open up a, a salon a salon yeah and next door you open up a coffee bar and like they're there they're doing okay yeah um but where you haven't put your effort into it Mm. so you haven't improved it it's the same thing over and over again and it's just never gonna build up Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah and that's where like we were kind of talking the other day too where it's like um a lot of places don't think about like scaling for one and then it would be how do you yeah i'm trying to find the word for it but like how do you replicate it? Yeah. But how do you make your business almost like uh, easy to replicate into another location? Oh, or, because yeah, you have like, your process. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard you that this morning. On, mm-hmm. I don't know even know what it was. Some sort of like motivational speech mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And it was talking about how 
you have to have process to everything mm -hmm. to succeed almost. You mm -hmm. need a process that yeah. can be repeated. Mm -hmm. And two, because you don't want to always be doing the work like at mm -hmm. your business. Yeah. You don't mm -hmm. always want to be mm -hmm. doing the work. But if you have a process, you can implant people to do exactly. that work for you. Yep. But you have to have like a clean cut process that is mm -hmm. proven. It's like scientific yeah, like McDonald's. method. Yeah. SOPs, yeah, exactly. yeah. Standardized exactly. operating yeah, procedures. If you have that procedure that just works and you yeah. can teach it to different people, then there you go. Now you have, you've mastered it, I guess, because you've mm -hmm. set up the process. Exactly. And now you can open up your other three mm -hmm. locations and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, what really like ended up driving that conversation was like, there's this, there's this place in Sacramento, this restaurant that we like. Oh, yeah. And like their downtown location is completely different than their other location. It's almost you know, like... Completely different. It's yeah. like a different. There's a lot of places yeah. like that here in town. Is like, mm -hmm. oh, we go to sushi at this one, but we don't go to this one because, yeah. right? I don't like it here. Yeah, yeah. it's not as nice. Even yeah. even with like my even with like the coffee, it's like mm. I'll get the same coffee at the like three different locations from the same company, and it's like, okay, it's location different. one is okay, location two is good, location three is the best, and they're consistent. I wonder if people like that. I wonder if that's a good thing because I don't think so. You don't think so? Cause because maybe the people like the coffee at Wells, but they don't like the coffee on Rock. I don't think so. Just you because so? no, just like because, the Starbucks like, thing. Yeah, like you go to any Starbucks, it's and identical. it's fucking identical. Any McDonald's, any McDouble, it's yeah, yeah. exactly how it was from ten years ago to now. Yeah. So and, now you know what yeah. you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. you know they're inconsistent. Super inconsistent, yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah. And it's like yeah. even, I, but I think even then it's like not to cut you off, but there's mm -hmm. people are involved. In it, so there things will always be a little different unless it's mm. some like mechanical, like yeah, yeah. You know, anytime like that you involve the human, it's there's always going to be, be that variable. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Human is definitely always the variable in many cases, right? <laughs> and it's like it, it, it's interesting too because like when you, at least like from what I do, like at my nine to five, like we talk a lot about like lean manufacturing. And being able to have like standardized operating procedures, right? So it's mm -hmm. like being able to set up different cells doing the same thing. So that way you could take one person out, put another person in, and it'll mm -hmm. work the same way. So you even have like time cycles for it's like this is how long it should do, you know, it should take you to do this thing. And then we've even implemented it's going to, you know, we've added additional five seconds for the human factor every single cycle. Oh, so it's like, yeah, anytime that you're doing something, it's like you always got involved the human because most of the time that's where your variability is going to end up coming from. Down to the signs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and that's, that and that's like the Walmart McDonald's process. Yeah. Yep. You know? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that whole thing ended up starting with um, Toyota. And they're the ones that really ended up doing lean manufacturing. And another thing that came from that was uh, actually, and I don't know if they Ford. actually came from it. Well, they improved on the Ford process. Okay. So what they ended up doing was with, with the Ford like uh, production line, they were going in a straight line. Mm -hmm. Toyota ended up converting it to a U so that one person could go here to here to here and being within that same cell. Mm -hmm. So they've ended up like eliminating most of their walking distance. So what ends up also happening with that too, like I'm not too sure if the, the TPS Toyota production system ended up coming with Six Sigma. But another thing with that was um, Six Sigma is having one defect per million. Mm -hmm. 
So being able to produce a million things with only having one defect. Yeah. And that's that process. That's insane. That's that yeah. process, yeah. dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's hard to get there. It's well, a yeah. lot of fucking Tesla work. Tesla came out with the Model 3 that they wanted to, like, mass produce. Like, they had issues. They had gap in between the panels. They had all kinds of little things Yeah, they here still and there. do, man. No. The new yeah, one that's do. supposed to come out, like, the new update the new on one? it. No gaps. Wow. I think they improved on it. Finally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It took them a moment. So what are... It's a new company. I was thinking right now when yeah. you guys were talking, what are some of the things that we've done to, like, like different, almost different business ideas that we as as three, like, as a group have tried? Because we've tried a bunch of things we've together. we tried a few things. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some of... Because now I'm thinking, like, man, we've actually tried a lot of things, even from flipping lawnmowers. Like, we bought <laughs> yeah. a... Yeah. What was, was it? So it was a fun. sitting... Lawnmower, one of those what you they know, use like on a, a farm. Thing. It's yeah. an industrial size like lawnmower. Yeah, you, you sit on, you're able to do like full acre lots. And yeah. we were like, yeah, let's buy it that and flip it, and then we're gonna. We're, that's just a thing. Like the market is there. Yeah, man, we took an <laughs> L. We held on to that thing for <laughs> eight months. months. Eventually, yeah. it just didn't run. Yeah, yeah. it sat outside. And it was it was the size of a Mini Cooper. It just yeah yeah. It was but, not a good idea. And here we were thinking. <laughs> And it's like, it didn't discourage yeah. us from like, man, you know, like this, yeah. this is never going to well, work, so but we're just like, yeah. Hey, cool. Let's, uh, right. let's yeah. do stock. I drove that thing home. Right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. what's like, what's like, you know, what I always tell people with that too, is like, dude, I've had tried so many different things. Right. And I think that if I ended up following through with any of them, any of them would have been like really successful because yeah. I've never lost money on any of them. Right. Yeah. So even with like the lawnmower, I either make a little bit of a profit or I always find a way to break even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with anything that I've done, I've never been like, damn, that was a complete waste of time or I lost a ton of money doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's and, never but now like we that. know let's not buy and sell lawnmowers. sitting lawnmowers. Yeah. Right. From the auction. But what what are some of the other things uh, we've tried? The auction, just that. The I auctions. Mean, we used you, to go to the auction like yeah. every Saturday. Right. Buy a bunch of things. I spent like <laughs> yeah. three thousand dollars the last time we went. Dude. Yeah. And I just like Do you still have even. anything? Dude, the top of my garage is filled with stuff. Still? Yeah. Oh, dang. Dude, right. I still have a handful of yeah. things, too. See, I'm like... I have a problem selling things. So when I buy things from people, I'm like, you know what? That was a good deal. It's Half really the things not. that I got from the because, auction that I was going to sell, yeah. I ended up keeping. Yeah. Because it was a good deal. And yeah. I was like, this yeah. was to make money, not... I don't need because this new vacuum. it's a good deal. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just don't because I know But I did I make some good flips off of that, for sure. Mm-hmm. But... Doing that for a while kind of made me realize, like, how much do you think you I spent? did not want to do that? Well, I actually had like an Excel sheet set up. So, what I would end <laughs> up doing is any of the products that I, I would buy, I would post them or That's I would so I would note it on there and then put um, the price I actually bought it for, yeah, for what their retail was, and then what I would ideally like to sell it for, and then the actual sold price. Hmm. So, then I would update it and I ended up spending like Six thousand dollars, and I ended up making about ten grand on on all the That's things. That's not bad, but so I also like. Do you think it was worth the time for four thousand dollars? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now I would say that if if I was doing other things, yes, and like that kind of mm-hmm. goes back to that conversation where it's like a lot of people say, "Well, was it worth your time?" Well, what would I have been doing? Probably That's sitting true. at home, yeah. probably playing Call of Duty, fucking browsing yeah. through my phone. So it's like. For, you know, let's say like even, you know, I would say pay yourself what your employer would pay you. And was that worth it? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was. Absolutely. Okay. And like more than it, it was probably worth 
the knowledge and what I've learned off of it. That's very true. Dude, my thing with the buying and selling from the auction was, it's like, oh yeah, so I flipped this and I made this much. And then when I started slowing down on selling things, I realized like, like sure, it's not a complete waste of time how you're saying like it's worth it because you did make money, but my efforts could have been better spent building on this other thing instead of that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily the money, but it was like my time yeah. was more valuable doing something else rather than the posting, the pictures, the mm-hmm. meeting up with the I people. I think it's such a waste things. of time on Facebook, selling anything on Facebook for a decent price yeah. or lower than what it's worth. Like you get, I, I want to say like even selling the car, I've gotten hundreds of messages. Is this available? No. Yeah. Is this available? Yes. But then mm. if that's your thing, like you just buy and sell on facebook like yeah. i could see how that is just like half of it's on facebook saying if yes you don't mind that well and replies. if you're okay with doing that yeah. and dealing with the people and you know how to weed out like the the fakes the goods the bads and mm-hmm. stuff i mean that's you could make so much money on their resell yeah. like if you, you are wanting to resell stuff mm-hmm. facebook is the way to go like craigslist is dead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let go offer up they merge and it's still just mm-hmm. eh people it seems like it's just a bunch of uh like crackheads on there because you don't have to have a profile attached i do like the shipping method so it's smart because you could just buy it you don't have to ask about if it's available like ask the question you could just you don't trust it i don't either i've never bought anything i only buy stuff on uh on ebay as far Mm -hmm. as ship like that yeah because it's not is it through paypal i haven't done either i don't know but i I wouldn't buy it i wouldn't do it yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. because i know paypal has a good program like if you Mm -hmm. sell something like yeah they'll follow through with it and and that's why ebay is good because it's you don't really get scammed anymore you know unless you're the seller you got scammed a bunch of times a few times like i sell a phone to someone and they're like yeah you shipped me rocks i'm like i did not i remember that and then they like you did here's like the tracking number and here's a picture of a box full of rocks you found in your garden and there goes four hundred dollars in my yeah and they give all the money back yeah they give all they at first they said hey you shipped me an empty box blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then when you replied they're like yeah you sent us this box with a bunch of rocks in it yeah great (laughs) which one is it yeah so yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I hate it. Like, I sold a watch, and then it was, like, $2,500, and they're all like, it's fake. And I'm like, it's not fake. Like, no way is it fake. And then I fought them on it, for, and it took, like, a few months, and then they were like, okay, it's not fake. We got mixed up with a different one. And then wow. I got the money. And I'm like, what? So I got the money, and then they retracted the money, and I had to wait a few months, and I got the money again. And I, like, mm. it's like, why are you going to sell something expensive like that yeah um, weird no never yeah. and like you know what you're saying too with that it's like it's definitely a hassle dealing with people on facebook at least for me it's a hassle right yeah. but i think with like any business that you do you definitely get like not not necessarily like there's there's definitely parts of it that that definitely suck regardless of what it is yeah um sometimes it's definitely the people Hmm. People are difficult. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah, no, no. On, on okay. Facebook, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, with, you know, in general, like, with any business, yeah. with anything that you do, you're always going to have some part of it being shitty that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, taxes, it. financing, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. it is. or the people. Yeah, yeah. They definitely don't make it easy, like, to start a business even, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They definitely and don't. I thought it was like I always thought it was like you go, you get a business permit or a business license, and then you just 
mm-hmm. have at it, you know, but right. no, there's a, there's a lot of there forms. Is. And there's like, especially lot. like if you're trying to do like, you know, like an SBA loan where like a small business, uh, you know, and you, you try to get a loan through a bank or even like an angel investor. Dude, the processes are so freaking difficult to yeah, get it's crazy. in. It, that, I feel like that's just so discouraging for people that want to start a business. And I don't think people even realize, mm-hmm. like, it's expensive. And there's a lot that goes into it. You don't just mm-hmm. fill out a form and you're good to go. Like, if mm-hmm. you want to be, like, an LLC, like, there's a lot of forms. There there's are. a lot of stuff. And even then, it's like, now we have to worry about you got to pay your dues every year mm-hmm. to right. the local the state the federal like all sorts of stuff like there's a lot more to it than i didn't even think about it and i've been looking into it for a long time even just from podcasts and facebook groups and stuff like they don't make it easy no and it's why why are they discouraging people from starting their own business a house loan like you have a bundle of papers this big you have to fill out and fill Mm -hmm. out fill out yeah and they could just shut you down like yeah yeah, you know if you don't do your taxes if you know, there's something, your permits, yeah. you're, you're the, working in the wrong county or the and wrong... And what happens mm-hmm. if you have a lease? Yeah. You know? Yeah, all because that like, stuff. Even with the with the printing thing, you if you, depending on where your location is, mm-hmm. you have to have, I think it's OSHA, they have to come out and then yep. tell you if your printer inks, if you're zoned to be able to use those right. inks. I have no idea. That's insane. Yeah. Like, oh, your printer is this types of inks, like... um there's too many of those in this area or you're not zoned to be able to use those mm. inks and I understand chemicals or whatever. But mm. I mean, even down to that, like you're going to tell me I got the location mm-hmm. right here and uh, I'm all set up. Cool. And then they're like, Oh, Hey, you didn't get checked out yet. Cool. Come mm-hmm. check us out. And they're like, Hey, um, you can't, you can't do that here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not zoned for it. I mean, down to that. <laughs> right. That's crazy. It is. It is. Uh, have you learned a lot from, from where you're at now with with just being able to get the club customs going like yeah. there's a lot of things that you're like damn dude if i would have known that it would have been you know yeah a lot and easier. That, that's with everything almost you mm-hmm. know like especially with like starting it like as an llc and then doing this and the permits and stuff mm-hmm. i had no idea i didn't think one i didn't think it was gonna be that expensive mm-hmm. and then two i didn't think there was that many that much paperwork and then now it's like before it was all how am I going to make money? How am I going to improve the business? And then now it's like, what am I going to do to not go to jail and be like yeah. persecuted for tax <laughs> fraud or whatever? Like right. there's so much that goes into it. Like even write-offs, like I didn't, like I I knew it's like, oh, hold on to your receipts and you'll get, you won't pay taxes or whatever. Reason yeah. tax write-off, you won't pay taxes on that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's a lot more to it than that. You know, there is. there's oh, yeah. a lot. There's your tax write-offs and then like your gross, your net, mm-hmm. and what you're gonna pay taxes on. You have to keep track of all. Yeah, and if you and don't do it right, you you're gonna be like a failing it. business. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, and I had no idea. And I kind of knew a little bit of it just from being close with Houston and all the paperwork yeah. and stuff. But yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, and it is it's discouraging to Absolutely. want to make your own thing happen. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much that goes into it, but yeah. I guess like everything, after a while, it will probably become the norm, and then we'll just know how to do everything, and yeah. it'll be part of the process, I guess. But yeah. that I think that is one thing that is um, 
they should make it easier. They should have a program that it's like, hey, mm-hmm. do, um, this, do this, small business checklist. department in downtown Reno or whatever. Come right. here. We'll set you up. You'll be good to go. Go and do better for Ooh. society and this the and that. Pay, so, give us our taxes. So and no, that's mm-hmm. crazy. They're, it's more like, oh, let's give tax breaks to Tesla and Walmart. Right. And um, if you're a, a small business and you don't pay us this year, you're going to jail. You know, like they should like, dude, dude, that's what it is. That I'm sure there's, there, there's probably cities around the U.S. that's like yeah. a little bit more like welcoming to small businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're they just want you to fail. Everything's against you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. like the smaller the city, it could be worse as well. Because yep. yeah. like, where was um, Chris's birthday? It was on like. It was like Urington. It was like past that. Oh, well, anyway, a friend, she has a salon down there. And when COVID hit, they were like, well, we want, they were monitoring her and like making sure people weren't like going in where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And like someone's like said, hey, I couldn't breathe. Can I like take it off? So like I get like massage. And then she got like, they told. She got her. Yeah. And then they wanted to set up cameras inside to watch her. And I guess that's happening at, like, a few other businesses. Yeah, and are they doing that at Walmart? No. No. Are they doing that at Target? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Nope. And this is a yeah, one Yeah, see, you're persecuting business. these yeah. small businesses that have two yeah. or three people come in as it is a day. Yeah. Where you could really just focus on building them up instead of bringing them down and go mm-hmm. do that at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do we help these other businesses get, like, you know, all the, the, the PPE, all the proper PPE, you know? And mm-hmm. it's it sucks because that whole situation was, like, a complete setup, you know? It was, yeah, I can't breathe. Can I take my mask Yeah, off? they, like, sent somebody in to yeah. set her up. I remember you guys telling me about yeah. that. Yeah, but that's me. freaking yeah. ridiculous. Like, you guys are putting your efforts into bringing these small businesses down when you should instead be going of over after Walmart the big guys. that you gave, like, a $10 million loan or something like that. Ridiculous. To help them, um, mm-hmm. like, stay open during COVID mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's totally against this. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, well, why don't you do something about it or something like that? Like, what have you done to change it? Nothing. And it shouldn't be up to me to change it. No. Yeah. Like, no. why does it have to be up to us to complain and, and do change, you know, mm-hmm. when, like, exactly. we, yeah, that's weird. Like, why yeah, are, it's why a are known we being problem. for that? Do you yeah, think no COVID issue. has slowed down your business and made it mm, any changes? No. The stimulus check took us up because everybody had money all of a sudden. And oh, there you go. A ton of people were yeah. like, yo, yeah. it's. I got money now. Let's do this. Let's do that. <laughs> Which was cool. And I was like, hey, man, yeah. bring there you go. stimulus discounts 2020, you know? Yeah. Like, whatever. yeah, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. It's 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 funny because, like, uh, there was a, a comedian who I was talking to or I was uh, listening to, and he was talking about how um, during the pandemic and during that whole um, a lot of people getting unemployment, a lot of people were making more money on unemployment than they were making on their real job. Yeah. You know, See, you it almost, get, like, it almost made me want to go on unemployment. Right. Uh, like these people get a $600 bonus every week. Yeah, like, an additional 600 to what they were going to yeah. make. Dude, fuck. That's insane. That's yeah. good. And then we're going to complain about our debt. <laughs> right. Okay. And they were talking about, dude, it was funny because there was another guy too talking about how like the Don Julios were fucking just disappearing, man, at freaking Total Wine, right? But it's because everybody was balling out buying yeah. Don Julio. Yeah. Stimulus yeah. checks died, and then all of a sudden, restocking started to happen again. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no one has Don, Don Julio money anymore The 1942. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> right? Balling big bottle. Hell yeah, That's man. So, so where do you see uh, 2021 going for you, dude? Like, 
Dude, we're coming up, man. Like, yeah. there, it's like every year ever just gets better and better and better. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just going to go up. Like, yeah. Every year bit, it just gets better. Tell uh-huh. us a little bit about what you're working on right now. Um, so, right now, we have my 91 R32 GTR. Ooh. Yeah. And we're just going crazy on it. So, we bought... I don't know when you're going to post this, but we bought... Um, we bought this candy red wrap, and we're almost done with it. We have a side skirt and taillight covers left, uh-huh. and then we have um, we have a carbon hood, carbon fenders made custom from somebody in Japan, probably some old Japanese guy. No way. Yep. Yeah, so and cool. then we have a carbon trunk on the way that Alex bought me for my birthday, which what? is awesome. That's <laughs> yeah, we it's got be full even even the GTR spoiler. We yeah. got that in carbon, a gurney flap that goes on top of the spoiler. And then a lip on the bottom that's going to be carbon too, and it's going to be insane. That's it's going to be crazy. Insane. And then we bought Whoa. some wheels, some like dream wheels for me that I would have thought some TE thirty sevens, just crazy good. They are so nice, and the car is going to be crazy. And then once we get it finally done and put together, uh, we're going to just do upgraded turbos, maybe f- big single, but I don't know. No, nice. yeah, we're not there it's yet. But that's definitely next. That's the car exciting. is crazy. Yeah. yeah, but that's a rare car on its own, right? Yeah, like yeah. Whoa, man. Uh, where did you end up getting that? How was that, dude? I got that from a guy in Vegas. Oh, it's like Henderson or something like that. Really? Yeah, and I got lucky with it because usually they're not for sale everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially GTR, the GTSTs mm-hmm. and stuff like the lower models. Right. Those you could get them everywhere. Okay. Uh, this guy had it imported when he was in the army, had it imported, brought over here. And then he said, I need to buy this house, like something with his landlord or whatever. So he's like, I have to get rid of my car. Uh-huh. And so I got lucky and was able to oh, take yeah. it off his hands. And that was even cool on That's its own. Cool. <laughs> we talked to him. I think I hit him up at like 6 p.m. Uh-huh. on, I think it was like Thursday or Friday. And then by eight o'clock, I was like, "Yeah, send me your address. Like, I'm coming to get it. Like, there's tight. no doubt. That's yeah. so cool." And then uh-huh. we worked on the truck, got it ready, changed the oil, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we were on our way by like six a.m. Damn. Yeah. yeah. And then I drove no sleep. ten hours straight there. It took us a little longer because of the trailer. We were just yeah. trying to like go at a decent speed. Mm-hmm. And I think I drove back like another. It was like eight hours, and then I just couldn't do it anymore because i was just falling asleep with a yeah. car full of the dudes so i was oh, like yo somebody yeah. take over damn but that was cool dude. that was a yeah that's really super cool <laughs> that's a tight story <laughs> yeah that car's gonna be crazy damn man that's crazy i couldn't believe when you when i had first seen it man i was like dude he really got a fucking gtr and it's crazy that's those tight. those kind of things like yeah i never thought i'd even see one in person yeah right and people probably don't even know or care like that yeah. are listening like that are, they're like i don't know what that is but, <laughs> but it's a, a cool car it's yeah. tight well what is so it's a 1991 mm-hmm. it's a nissan skyline um they were not legal in the u.s you had to wait until a few years ago to where it was like what is it the 25 year law yes and then now to get them here, you have to go through this whole process to import it in. Mm-hmm. And Big everything's tariffs. in Japanese. Like, all the tags, everything's in Japanese. Whoa. It's in kilometers. It's right-hand drive. Right-hand drive. Manual. Um, manual. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool car. It's yeah. legendary. And it's a yes. 91. And right now, so when I got mine, they were 26 was, like, the average. And that's what I got it for. Mm-hmm. And then now they're up to 40. That's what? And it's only been six months. That is so cool. 
Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Hold on to it. Get the yeah. thing. Yeah. Keep it Unless going. somebody wants to cash me out for like <laughs> 40 something. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah dude, they went up crazy. When That's I was awesome. looking at them, they were 25, 26. Mm. There was a couple crazy people trying to sell them for 30, but Whoa. it wasn't like happening. And then now it was like 35. And then now I'm seeing 40. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because I didn't realize that whole thing where, you know, they have the GTS models because mm. uh, when I when you had first told me about it, I was like, what, dude, you could get them for like 14, 15,000. Yeah. yeah. You're like, no, that's the GTS. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. The GTS and the GTSs are, are still about the same. They were I've seen them as always like 12 for a good, decent running one. Mm -hmm. And then now they've gone to. I think probably still like 16 max 18 but mm -hmm. you still don't want to pay that that's super high mm -hmm. but the gpr gts's or yeah the gts's and gtst's they've kind of stayed but the gtr's just blew up that's and it. everybody kept saying hold on to it it's gonna go up and i was like nah whatever and then Whoa. it's just like they're just going up which is yeah. crazy the value of like a super old car from japan right and mm -hmm. most people don't even know. And then you'll drive it and people are just like, oh, my God, it's yeah. a GTR. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like that first edition Charizard, man. Yeah. Did you get yeah. one yet? Yeah, I got yeah? like yeah. four of them, right? Yeah. Wow. Dude, I, I actually <laughs> thought, dude, from afar when I had first seen it, dude, I thought it was like a 95 Impala that you had got. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sometimes I still think, I'm like, whose integer is this? And I'm like, oh, no, that's my GTR. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. The old Nissan. Hell that's yeah, so man. Cool. That's that's cool, man. That, that'll definitely be like the official club customs oh, car yeah, dude, dude. it's like, gonna be crazy it's gonna get the royal treatment dude yeah, i'm excited so sure. about that Man, dude. it's gonna be crazy yeah are you guys uh are you guys still doing the vlogs you yeah still working you know on that? we are we had our editor mm -hmm. ethan and he just kind of fell off ethan and uh <laughs> so i just have a bunch of videos and i've just been kind of like collecting them putting yeah. them separating them from like the different car wraps we do and mm -hmm. stuff and then when i get a chance one day i will edit them and they're gonna be cool Dude, I'm definitely going to do the GTR one, though. Like, I'm yeah. definitely going to do that one, like, next week yeah. and post that. But editing is hard, man. That's the, that's another time. hustle that, like, mm -hmm. that the end goal would be just have, like, a successful, cool YouTube channel mm -hmm. and then a uh, business surrounding yeah. that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Dude, uh, one of the things, too, like, when, when I was, like, really into photography and I was trying to do the, you know, just videography as well. That was another one of your things, too. Yeah, huh? dude. Well, mm -hmm. see, here's the thing, dude. I really like taking pictures and videos. I hate editing, bro. And it made it fucking hard because, yeah. like, not only did I have, like, a bad laptop, or, you know, a decent laptop that wasn't yeah. really good at editing and it would take mm. forever to render. But it was, like, the time that goes into it, a lot of people don't realize, like, it's Dude, a lot of work to edit. Time. I did this two-minute video mm -hmm. edit for Andrew's car after we wrapped that mm -hmm. one. Uh -huh. And it took me over eight hours to get Whoa. two minutes of video. That's insane. And that's nonstop. Yeah. And right. that was, I probably had like 80 clips and I turned into a two minute video. Oh, shit. And it was cool. It turned out really good. I was proud of myself. But wow, dude, like it is a long process. Mm. And I'm sure the more you do it, like everything, you're going to get good at it. But wow. Yeah. That, it, editing is hard. It is. It really is. Yeah. It's a really time consuming. And that was one yeah. thing I didn't even think about. It. I was just like, oh, yeah, and we're going to do this YouTube channel. And then mm -hmm. I'm just going to put these videos together on iMovie real quick. And then you realize, like, can't do that on iMovie. You need Final Cut. And then to yeah. run Final Cut, you need a yeah. good MacBook. And uh -huh. then to have a good MacBook, you need 
uh, it's a process it's, and it's equipment yeah. makes it a lot. Yeah, like yeah. we were struggling with SD cards earlier yeah. and like trying to like get them to work and we end up buying like $200 worth of SD cards yeah. to make them. Yeah. And it's, it, it's equipment. Yeah, you yeah. just kind of have to have it. It makes the process a lot easier than having to go around things and like jump over hoops. Mm-hmm. It's a pain in the ass, but that's yeah. what it is. So even with like being able to start this, like if we dude, it, it started off like, one thing then another then another yeah. then another but <laughs> all within happening. like the span of like two weeks dude we went from us doing only audio podcasts to doing the videos to cameras and now yeah. we have like a full fucking production set going on dude <laughs> so it's been interesting man you know it's just like you really don't think about it until you really get going but that's where like you also think about and you hear a lot of people always talking about like well, I'm going to wait for the perfect time or I'm going to wait until I get all these things where it's like, no, I mean, you can. It's like, hey, we could have just set up the MacBook and just use the camera. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And And people always say that too, like not good job. It's just like, oh, all you need is an iPhone and you could start blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, yeah but you could. Yeah. But how cool, is it? Okay. But it's like, Hey, like, like you guys, it's like, all you needed was a phone and then you could have just recorded a video. You, and then Well, posted you it. gotta use what you have. If mm-hmm. They don't have anything yeah. else. It's like, but it's, it's like, oh, I'm going to set it apart. It's like, man, I'm not going to just start with this little thing. It's like, nah, I'm going to go all in. Yeah. And you know? like, yeah. we're, we're lucky enough to, to be, you know, to be doing pretty good. But, you know, that's where it was like for us, it was like, okay, well, we just got a microphone and it was like, let's try. And it was like, okay, this is cool, but let's get another one. And then I was like, this is cool. And then we actually ended up set like our very first recordings were on phones. We had his gimbal from his DJI gimbal and his phone. And we're like, dude, okay, this is cool. And it's like actually started on that table. Mm. And then it was like, okay, dude, I have a camera. Let me bring over the camera. Boom. And then we kind of set it up Mm. and it was like. Now we should actually set up two other angles. Boom. It was like, oh, shit, you know, the the editing, boom, you know. And then it was yeah, like knowing process. one thing, then another. Yeah, then it was yeah. like it, it, it really we put a lot of time into it over the last two weeks just to make it into what it was. But I feel like if we kept on like it was a lot of trial and errors, like a lot of small trial, trial and errors. But if it was like we're waiting for that perfect moment. It would never happen. You just have to do it and you have to use what you have. Because mm-hmm. even like with the, the cameras. Out the bear. Yeah, it was always like, fuck, man, it'd be nice if we had these cameras, but we only have this to work yeah. with. So it would be like, great if we had red like 8K yeah. camera. You yeah, know, so but I'm not trying to spend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you got to use what yeah. you got. But I think we we always go yeah. like all in when we're going on something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Some <laughs> Nipsey Hustle shit. It's like, yeah. I'm all in, man. Uh-huh. I'm money in, no money out, dude. Like, it dude. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like, let's do the podcast. Like, bam, now we have three cameras, three mics, three, <laughs> three MacBooks. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. okay, now we're well over $10,000 in equipment. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like same thing uh, like your car like i'm gonna build this audi and then yeah next thing you know you spent fucking eight thousand on a tranny don't remind me yeah <laughs> and juan too you're always yeah. like oh i'm gonna do this and it's like yeah. bam next thing you know it just spiraled and then yeah. us were like hey let's let's wrap the gtr red and i was like damn you know what would look good at carbon hood you can't have a carbon hood and not carbon fenders yeah let's get some carbon fenders made but if yeah. we have this carbon fiber spoiler we need to carbon this that yeah, and then true. that and then <laughs> like dude how are we gonna have a cool car yeah. and not have Without like upgraded turbos and then there you go <laughs> yeah it's a it's, it's just a cycle it's a it's cycle a, dude it's such a bad fortunately cycle. we just suck with that right does, yeah well dude like even when i ended up getting like the beamer it was like dude this is a nice car dude i don't want to do anything to it and mm-hmm. then it was like 
mm, you know what? I'll just get a stage one tuned for it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is quick, but it's not that quick. Let me get uh, another upgrade. Let me get another upgrade. Let me get another upgrade. This is cool, but it doesn't shoot flames. All right, <laughs> yeah. let's do this. And now and it now. Shoots flames. <laughs> yeah, see? And now it's like, okay, all these things are cool, but it needs to be a little faster. I did all the other upgrades. Yeah, we Big can't turbo. just be good. Yeah, see? We can't just be good with what... Um, Man. That's just one. Of the, yeah, why would you want I'll to? If you, yeah. yeah, dude, and that's like the thing about it is yeah. like you know you have one life, dude. Like you know who knows like reincarnation, all that stuff may end up happening. Do you dude. want the base model or do you want the you know? Yeah, and I, I really don't know what happens on the other side, man. So it's like as far as we're concerned, dude, we just gotta live up the moment, you know. And you just kind of yeah, you can't go live the in. moment if you're broke. Well, no, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> but see, here's the thing, dude. A lot of people try to live that, dude. Yeah. And they fucking try to fucking buy rosé at the club, man, on yeah. their 9 to 5, dude. And it's like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could ball out for that second, dude. Hey, man, but... I know Elon Musk ain't at the club dropping $100,000 on bottles. Oh, no. no he doesn't. Hell no, he doesn't. dude. Yeah. yeah, he probably doesn't even drink. Who knows? No, he, he drinks his, his own tequila. He He's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made that tequila, <laughs> and we didn't jump on. Did you hear about that tequila? No. What is he it? made tequila. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah from the boring company, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Sold out with Sold out an hour. quick. Yeah. yeah. I knew about three yeah. hours later. Nice no. Thing. Dude, he was so well, mad. When I was on Joe Rogan's podcast yesterday, we were talking about... Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was my good buddy. <laughs> I actually just heard, too, that uh, Drake dropped uh, his new candle line. Well, I don't know yes. if it was like candle line, I but believe it. he dropped some candles and they yeah. sold out within a few hours. It was like yeah. two it's or three hype, days dude. ago. It's smart. It's like yeah. Why the not? Yeezys. It's just all hype. Yeah, it who is. knows Drake or anything else but music. But all I know, he could be a candle connoisseur. Yeah, dude, sure. honestly. Yeah. I'm curious <laughs> now. Some corny shit. Yeah, the, the, the tiki wood, freaking yeah. mahogany. Bro, what's <laughs> up, dude? This is the working on the weekend like usual candle. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, dude, that's damn. so funny. <laughs> That's our, oh, all good, shit, man. man. The, the, the smell of his tears. That dude. I actually like Drake, man. He's become like that one thing, dude, where he's okay with being laughed at. And he's been like yeah. that meme, dude, all the fucking time. But, you know, you, he's made himself vulnerable, but it's worked. Yeah, yeah but, man, That's he how is Kevin Hart is as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. I think fucking Drake is like the best artist of all time, dude. He's dropped hmm. the most amount of hits. Dude. Yesterday, the guys were talking about Drake is only famous because he's catchy. It's like, oh, okay, you know, you could give him that. But at the end of the day, whatever else? he's done, it yeah. worked. It, yeah. It's worked. You know, uh-huh. and it's spoken volume. So, eh, yeah, I guess, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Like, uh, sometimes even bad, like, publicity is When he's good doing his little funny dance on the floor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It all is, dude. Like even yeah. like a lot of people were trying to knock like the Tusi slide thing where it was like it was a it was a TikTok song. Like, yeah, I'm sure he knew going into it it was gonna be a fucking TikTok song. Like But how much money did he make off of it? Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly, dude. So and like maybe when we think like, oh it's so dumb, all he's thinking is like my This name. is it. This is it. This is how I'm making my next Millie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, and I think, you know, a lot of people got to think along the lines of that, where it's like maybe slightly cheesy and maybe a little corny and maybe out of my comfort zone, but it's worth a shot, you know, and let's see. Yeah, you may not make the next Drake Million, but you'll make a few hundred dollars off of it. And then so the people on the podcast know, because I heard somebody ask this guy this earlier this morning, he said, and then so people might not know about Juan, but how did you feel when you made your first million, Juan? Oh, man. I felt I still felt broke, dude. 
Yeah, and that's how you got there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, I still feel like, hey, you know, you got to continue making them and day after day. Like, I'm a new suit. Yeah, dude. Because, like, honestly, like, you think about it, dude. And it's like ramen noodle soup isn't that bad. Yeah, I enjoy <laughs> it's super oatmeal. high in sodium, bro. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, it's not good for your health, bro. But you know, like a million dollars isn't a, isn't really a lot of money, you know. But it can be a whole lot of money, you know. Like you're living within your means. It's a tool. It is. And it when is. do you stop? Like how how much is enough? Yeah. When do you stop? Not that. I and, mean, I'm not even close. Not even of course, close. like yeah. I don't think. No, and that's where that whole thing is like, yeah, you could always chase the money, but you'll always be chasing the money. Yeah. You know, like it's even like that whole Elon Musk and freaking Jeff Bezos thing, even at billions, dude, like you're still holding on to it. And it's like, mm-hmm. like at some point you're going to be like, ah, you know, I've, I've hit 100 billion. Here's a few billion everywhere else. Like that doesn't happen. Like mm-hmm. it's all tools, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like and actually one time I was uh, talking to a homeless guy and he's like he was talking about that. And he was he considers himself the the Burning Man of or no the 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 Santa Claus of Burning Man because he looks like fucking Santa Claus and he's yeah. always out there I guess. <laughs> but he's like you know you know he was like one thing that I would tell you like as a word of advice is only look at money as a tool. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's so fucking genius. Like mm-hmm. I never really thought about that. Like because if you if if you chase it, you're always going to be chasing it. It's never mm-hmm. going to be enough. Yeah. You know, so it's interesting. Interesting. And where was this guy? Where'd you find him? Was that the guy you got that big TV from? No, <laughs> that was another homeless guy, but, dude. Yeah. He guy, was an entrepreneur for sure. Bro. You should tell that story of how you <laughs> yeah. how you got this massive TV. It's, it's a what ninety inch, a hundred inch. Uh, it's, it's an eighty inch, inch TV. It's an uh, eighty inch TV. So yeah. <laughs> I ended up uh, going to a tire shop. Uh, it was on a Sunday, dude. And you know, all, every every other place in town was closed, so this place happened to be open. He's like, dude, you have like fifteen minutes to get here, and you'll be able to. I'll be able to get through. And I'm like, totally cool. So it's like one o'clock on a Sunday, and I'm just waiting outside for the tire. And this homeless guy comes up, and he's like, hey, uh, do you want to buy any of these things? And I'm like. Uh, let me take a look at it. So he freaking like pulled out like protein powders, socks, always have vitamins, <laughs> and all always kinds of stuff. And I was like, "Thanks, dude, but like, I'll give you some money if you just like talk to me about your life and like, you know, just any type of like learning lesson that I could get from it like would be cool for me." And he's like, "Nah, I'll be back. Do you want to buy a TV?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Uh, not really." He's like, "Dude, you'll like this TV. Like, trust me. Don't go anywhere." And I'm like, "All right." So, like, 15 minutes passes by, 20 minutes to go by, and I'm like, dude, this guy ain't fucking coming back. So, all of a sudden, like, I see somebody walking across the street with a shopping cart with a huge fucking TV, dude. Huge, massive. Yep. And I'm like, what the hell? Where'd you get this from? He's like, don't worry about that. I'm like, do you have anything else? He's like, I have a ton of TVs. I was like, what? <laughs> so, he's like, plug. yeah, he, he wanted, like, 200 bucks for it. And I'm like, dude, I can't even plug it in. Like, yeah, you don't even have I a cord in there. It, yeah. yeah, like, how am I supposed to know it works? And he's like, $100. I'm like, no. He's like, okay, $80 is the lowest I'll go. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. So, I ended up buying this TV without knowing if it was really going to work or yeah. not, right? Yeah. I get home, I plug it in, and it worked. So it was like, it's funny, dude, because, like, I paid a dollar an inch, you know? Like, for each inch <laughs> that I, I got. I <laughs> so, wait, do you have the, what do you charge, $5? We're at $3. <laughs> uh, plus tax. Sundays, it's a little cheaper. Yeah. You know. Hey, how about, um, you should tell a story about that time we tried to sneak into Tesla as photographers. 
Oh, dude, I you remember what the girl said. No, what did she back. say? I'll give you one line you'll yeah. remember. And what about him? <laughs> or, or something like that. And what? And what about? Or like? That's and what's way up with too him? much of an inside story, dude. No, so it yeah. was just it was funny because uh, that day we're we're in your rental, right? Yeah. And we had gone shooting, and we're out like uh, just west of like Pyramid Lake, and then we ended up going to the lake for a little bit. And we wrapped around through like painted rocks in like eastern, like like east of Reno. Mm. So at the time, they were they were like phase one of building like the Tesla Tesla um, factory, the the Gigafactory. So we're like, oh, let's go check it out. You know, everyone's talking about how huge it is and stuff. So we get out there, and there's like there's a gate uh, with the security checkpoint, like way before you even get out yeah. there. So we didn't even know it was there. No. So we're in line. We're like, all right, we'll just tell them we're working for National Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. what's up? We're just working for National yeah. Geographic, and we're here to uh, photograph the building and get aerial shots of it. And we get to the gate, and the lady's like, "What are you guys here for?" We're like, "Oh, we're here with National Geographic. We're here to um, do some shooting of the building." She was like, and the what? lady's like, "Okay." What about your points friend? at Alex? What about your friend? <laughs> she said, "What about him?" <laughs> like, what are you talking about? When I was like, "I hold a fucking camera," <laughs> but dude, it's funny because like, like, out of everybody, you get a point at me and say, "What is that thing?" Like, what was I? I was like, "What the fuck? I have some on my face or something?" Like, man. Funny dude, because like a few days prior to that, like you were going to Houston's house, dude, and some lady got freaked out by you when you were going up the stairs. She's like, she she got spooked. Yeah, that's right. I was going and I was walking up like the stairs, the hallway, Uh and this lady like she like got scared and she ran the other way. I was like, like bro, I know I'm like. But I'm not that big. Like, I'm not a fucking bear. Like, she just, she literally got freaked out. She was like, she's like, it just took off running. I was like, um, all right. Alrighty then. She must have forgot her phone. I don't know, but she was freaked out. Dude, so it was just, it was funny. Like, the fact that, like, you had multiple occasions that week where people were just, like, yeah, what spooked the, out by we're, you. Yeah, dude, we like, got this car full of weirdos. Yeah. Like, these, I'm cuter than all these guys. Yeah. And she's talking about, uh-huh. what about him? Like, <laughs> awful. What did I? Yeah. Does huh. he not fit? The, like, yeah, two arms, two legs, two eyes. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you're even like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah, we're not like, ugly, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Like, out of all the other people in the car, like, out of all things, it's like, you point out the guy in the back. Like, what about him? All right. All right. Oh. All right. Well, this is, this is, yeah, great time. Always <laughs> It's been times. funny, dude. Yeah. It's been great, man. So, tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah. So, our Instagram is at the Club Customs. Uh-huh. And that's about it. That's where oh, we do everything. Yeah. We have a Facebook and stuff. We don't use it. Okay. Just Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Club yeah. Customs. All right. Yeah, Club cool. Customs. And, and my it, personal is at I'm low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. M-Low? M- like M-I-M-E-M-I-M-L-O-W. Definitely. Okay. And we'll, we'll make sure we link everything below. <laughs> but uh, you definitely do all all car prints, yeah, any I car mean, wraps, any decals. Anything decal. you want, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You And you still do t-shirts and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So shirts, anything yeah. that shirts, needs to be printed. Whatever yeah. has print on it and just advertisement, big banners for stores mm-hmm. that say open or whatever like that. Yeah, we can oh, print on anything. And then we sell wheels, too, if you want real three-piece wheels. Ooh. Right now we have a bunch of sets. We have some 
couple sets of works, some heritage, okay. some Volks, some Weds. Nice. Inkies, SSRs. You know yeah. Oh. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Anything you guys need, definitely check out his page, yeah. Club Customs, on Instagram. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Okay, ASMR. No, just. <laughs>